Hi everyone, welcome. My name is Jason Chu, a community advocate and a high school news editor for a nationally distinguished student online publication. Today I'm honored to welcome a special guest, Ms. Chelsea Burkett, a fire prevention specialist at CAL FIRE. CAL FIRE is short for California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, and it is a state agency responsible for wildland fire protection and management in California. It's one of the largest firefighting agencies in the U.S. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you for joining us. Can you please tell us a little bit about your role at CAL FIRE and CAL FIRE's role in dealing with wildfires in California? Hi. Wow, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, again, my name is Chelsea Burkett. Thank you for having me um, on today. It's an honor. Um, as you stated, I am a fire prevention specialist specifically for CAL FIRE in the Santa Clara unit. Um, our unit is responsible for the state responsibility area, better known as the SRA, um, for five counties in the Bay Area. And um, that's comprised of Alameda, Contra Costa, Santa Clara, and the western portions of San Joaquin and Stanislaus. Um, my position specifically um, is uh, focused on the education and out community outreach. And I'm also a public information officer. So I work with the media and the community um, to kind of be that liaison between our department and um, the community, especially when we have major incidents going on. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Can you tell me what, a little bit about what CAL FIRE does? Yeah. So we are actually, uh, the, the big misconception is that we just fight forest fires, mm -hmm. but we actually are what we call an all risk agency. Mm -hmm. So we respond to any kind of emergency. It could be floods. It could be a wildland fire. It could be structure fire, traffic collision, medicals. Um, if we are, called to action then we're going to respond got it okay so what is the process of identifying and fighting against a wildfire uh the the very first step to any emergency is notification and that generally comes from the public um so if somebody sees a fire started or you know they see a column we that's generally the first way that we're noti notified is by somebody calling 911 um once somebody calls 911 and they talk to a dispatcher and the dispatcher asks them a multitude of different questions um i actually i used to be a community in cal fire we call our dispatchers communications operators mm -hmm. um i was a communications operator um, so it's just a series of questions. The first thing we're going to ask you is, where are you? Where is this incident that you're reporting? And then we're going to ask for your name and your phone number. And then we're going to ask you some more details about what, what it is that you're seeing. You know, do you see smoke? Do you see flames? What's actually on fire? Um, and that kind of helps us get an understanding of what it is that's happening. And um, when we dispatch our resources, then we can give them an idea of what's going on. That way they can be a little better prepared when they're responding. How do you and your agency fight against wildfires when they do occur? Well, we use a, a, quite a few different techniques to fight fires. It's all dependent on what's burning, where it's at, what the topography is like, um, what time of day it's at. Um, the biggest thing that a lot of people see are our ground resources. So we have type three fire engines 
Um, we have air resources. Um, so we have, sorry, I'll go back to the ground resources. So we have type three, um, uh, uh, fire engines. Sometimes we have, um, type ones that respond to the incident. It depends on where it's at. We also have, uh, bulldozers, um, that respond. Yeah. Those are, um, super effective. We also utilize hand crews, um, which are like a large group of firefighters that use tools to cut line and put out the fire. Um, and then we have our ground resources or air resources that are comprised of, um, helicopters, air tankers, um, air attack. And then you start getting to different sizes of air tankers. People, um, are very drawn to our VLAC, which is the very large air tanker. Mm -hmm. Um, so those, those are our, our biggest ways of fighting fire. So we use multiple different um, techniques and tools for us to put out the fire. Um, and it's all situationally based. Got it. Okay. Um, in light of the devastating wildfires in Hawaii, um, what is your reaction to those? Um, your, like my personal reaction? <laughs> yeah, personal reaction. It's obviously devastating. It's, um, it's really hard to see a community go through that. I personally, um, I live up in Northern California, and a couple years ago we had the campfire up in Paradise, California. Mm-hmm. And so I can greatly sympathize with the devastation and the loss of human life. And I truly believe that's something that every person in Cal Fire, um, you know, has compassion for. Um, but we also are going to take it as a, a learning opportunity, right? We're going to hope that the um, agencies in Hawaii um, have an opportunity to learn from it. And that's something that we can also learn from. Do you have um, insight on the Hawaii wildfires, on the, the causes and the information about them or not so much? No, I, I don't have any information. And even at this point, if I did, it wouldn't be anything that I could disclose. Got it. Okay. Because, you know, they're still recovering. They're still investigating. Yes, um, so when, whenever fires are still under investigation, they they will not release even, you know, an inkling of what they think it might be. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you speak about, I guess, back to California, the trend of wildfire occurrences in California in the past few years and also in just the past few months as well? Yeah. So in the past few years, we've seen quite an increase, especially in devastating fires mm-hmm. um, throughout the state, um, not just um, land loss, but human loss and structure loss. And uh, California definitely has been... Um, you know, has been experiencing a lot of loss when it comes to wildfires in the past few years. Uh Now, if you compare where we are right now today and you compare this day today last year, there's definitely a difference in how many fires we've seen so far. Um, And a lot of that is attributed to the wet winter that we saw. We saw a lot of precipitation throughout the state. Um, And then um, we started to see a heating trend, right? And the heating trend dried out a lot of the fuels. And when I speak about fuels, what I mean is vegetation. So grasses, brush, trees, um, anything that's flammable, right, that's growing. Uh-huh. Um, that's what we call, well, that's what we consider a fuel um, as far as vegetation goes. And so we saw a dry out and then we saw more precipitation. And then we've seen this dry out again. So the, the different trends, the later winter, it has definitely 
um, had an impact on the um, the maybe not lack of fires, but not as many fires as we've seen it right now. However, that doesn't mean that that we won't see fires as we're going into these fall um, months as it continues as the seasons continue to warm um, and the vegetation continues to dry out. I see. Okay. Is there anything specific that we should anticipate for the fall months that are coming up? Um, I don't know about anticipate. Uh I think it's important for um, all citizens of California or people that are visiting California to remember to remain vigilant. Um, It's not if, it's when a fire can happen. And there's a variety of different ways that that a fire can be started. And um, it's important to educate yourself, um, Uh educate your family, educate your friends, um, and be prepared for, you know, anything that could happen. A really, really great tool that uh, anyone can use is um, going to readyforwildfire.org. You can utilize our Ready, Set, Go program. Um, it's a really great tool that kind of walks you through the, through the process of preparing your home, preparing your family, creating defensible space, hardening your home. And then it also talks to you about, okay, let's plan in case you do need to leave your home in the event of a wildfire or any kind of emergency and what kind of things you might need if you need to leave your home. And then also knowing when is the right time to leave. So utilizing that tool, uh, even now, it doesn't matter when it is, it's never too too early or too late to be prepared. And it's never too early to create defensible space and harden your home. What are some of the key factors that contribute to the intensity and frequency of wildfires? And how do climate conditions have impacts on the risks? It all goes back to uh, weather patterns and fuel fuel models, um, and those play a really really big part in in a fire starting and its spread. You know, depending on how dry a fuel um, any type of fuel is, um, plays a big part. Especially if there's um, a lot of fuel condensed into one area, um, that that's also plays a big part. And then the weather patterns are huge. You know, if it's a really, really windy day, that's going to definitely help a fire to spread farther. And if it's on a slope um, and it's a wind-driven fire, then that's even more likelihood for a fire to spread. Got it. Okay. Um, I guess, how do you see the future of wildfire management evolving in California in the next few years? Um. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna continue to utilize the tools that we know are working, and then I think we're also gonna continue to start using new technologies um, to see how those aid us. And um, we're gonna keep. We keep learning. We learn every year. We learn every day. Um, we train ourselves um, to be prepared for whatever might come. And every every time we have a new incident, we try to take something back from that. And that's really helpful. But I think you're going to see start seeing a lot more technology, um, different tools being used throughout the state. Um, all of our, well, not all of our helicopters, but we've received um, new helicopters throughout the state um, that have night capabilities. So that will allow us to fly at night. Um, they also have a multitude of other capabilities that make them, um, that create a great advantage for us as an apartment. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, we have, um, 
throughout the state, there's cameras that we're able to utilize to kind of help us pinpoint better when we receive 911s mm-hmm. um, or we're talking to those individuals. We're also able to use these cameras to look at the direction that they're talking about. And that kind of helps give us a, a better idea and lets us visually see what might be going on. Um, so those kind of tools are um, that you're going to keep con- continuing to see different tools like that pop up. Okay. And we kind of touched yeah. upon this a little bit. Um, what is your advice for California residents in the face of potential or ongoing wildfire events? Yeah, so again, um, my biggest advice is prepare yourself and educate yourself and know the area that you live in and where the potential is. And there's never um, there's never a bad time to, you know, to create defensible space around your home or like I said, educate yourself. That's like the biggest thing. Just educate, educate, educate and plan, 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 prepare, prepare, prepare. And that's the best thing that you can do. Got it. Okay. Um, and moving forward, what are the best ways to prevent these wildfires in California and maybe Hawaii as well and mitigate the damage when they do occur? The best way to prepare is, I know I've said it quite a few times, but I just want to hammer it home. Of course. Creating that defensible defensible space because in the event that there is a wildfire, um, creating that defensible space, while it might it doesn't necessarily guarantee that your home might not be damaged, it does allow our personnel on the ground to have a better um, advantage in pro in protecting it. You know, that, that's a huge thing. It it helps our you helping yourselves helps us help you. If there is a wildfire, if that makes any sense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that does make sense. And what was the second part of your question? Um, how do we mitigate the damage when they do occur? Um, I mean, that that part comes into play as far as, like, our personnel being able to get that early notification and getting, you know, wheels on the road, engines on the way, dozers on the way, and um, helicopters and air tankers en route. So the sooner the notification, the quicker we're able to respond and extinguish a fire, you know, sooner than later. And last question, I kind of wanted to ask a little bit more about um, some of the current fires that Cal Fire is dealing with and mm-hmm. um, how you guys are fighting against those um, and where the fires are? Um, currently, a lot of the fires that we've been seeing are up in Northern California, um, up in like Siskiyou County, um, so quite a bit away from the Bay Area. Um, it's, it, it is interesting because uh, right now, if you're living in the Bay Area, you're probably seeing a lot of haze and smoke and it can be really confusing to people Um I've heard people say like, oh, like, is there a fire near me? What's going on? But um, what's actually happening is, you know, there's there's um, weather factors that do some really amazing things and not necessarily, you know, in a good way, but they just do some really interesting things. And the, a lot of the smoke and the haze that we're experiencing in the Bay Area is actually coming from those fires up way in Northern California. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I really appreciate you um, um, reaching out to me and taking the time to have a conversation with me. Um, and then just really, again, I, I encourage everyone to go to uh, readyforwildfire.org and fa- find out how you can prepare yourself. Okay, um, Chelsea, thank you for so much for your, sharing your valuable insights today. It's been a very enlightening conversation and we really, really appreciate your expertise in wildfire prevention. 
Before we wrap up, I'd like to remind our listeners to prioritize safety in wildfire-prone areas. Heed the advice shared by our specialists and stay informed. Remember, prevention starts at home with measures like creating defensible spaces and being cautious with fire. CAL FIRE shows the locations and status of all wildfires in California. One of the issues with Lahaina, the fire in Hawaii, was a lack of warning to the residents. Our county has a warning system that sends text messages, emails, and voice messages to warn of a dangerous situation. The system is called Alert SCC. We encourage all to sign up for it. Another method for getting alerts is wireless emergency alerts. Wireless emergency alerts is a public safety system that allows citizens who own compatible mobile devices to receive geographically targeted text-like messages, alerting them of imminent threats to safety in their era. Stay vigilant, stay prepared, and stay safe. Together we can work towards a safer and more resilient California.